Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Well, hello, hello, and we're talking about accountability at work today. Where do you need to have accountability at work? So I get this call often, Joyce, we need more accountability. People aren't accountable. We need more accountability. Reality is we need to build accountability at the forefront. And so that's what I want to talk about today. It's that accountability at work from the, we really want to start it start our processes with accountability built into it. So what do I mean by that? So a leader have a project and they have a team and each person's been given their task to accomplish. And the leader falls, follows up three months later and some people have done it. Some people are partway through and some people haven't even started. So, what happened? Of course, the leader wants to call everyone accountable. How come Joe completed it and you didn't? How come you're only halfway and how come you haven't started it? <clears throat> Reality is the leader dropped the ball. You cannot have a project with a fixed timeline and not building your accountability steps in. The reality is people get busy. They get uh, distracted. They lose focus and things will happen. So we need to build in the accountability at the forefront. And that is simply adding those follow-up times, those check-in times. And this is more than just a project. This could be for behavior. And often we see situations where an employee is told, okay, we need you to change this behavior. We need you to change. Uh, we need you to be more uh, productive. We need you to improve your performance. Well, hallelujah. If they knew how to do it, do you think you would be telling them that? There are some people who need a reminder and then some people who need actual help to do it. And some people who need structures and support around them so they could actually get it done. We're not all at the same place. So don't expect the same results from everyone. As a leader, it's your responsibility to build in accountability from the forefront. So wherever you are at work in, in the responsibility realm, even if you're an employee and your employer is calling you to task and saying, I need you to do this, you need to ask, and when do you want us to check in on this? Don't leave the office, don't leave the meeting without setting those follow-up times and those check-in times because you will be doing yourself a favor. Walking away with a fixed timeline and not having accountability times built in, check-in times, follow-up times. And sometimes we leave, they leave it too loose. So one leader said to me, what choice? I have an open door policy. And I said, you know, come to me if you're having problems. That is not accountability. That is too loose. You need to set specific times in the calendar. 
I want us to meet again in seven days, or I would like an email update in seven days, or send me uh, a a message, send me a, a, a photograph, send me an outline, send me something. I need to physically be connecting with you in the next seven days on how things are going. Now, I don't want you to become micromanagers because that's a problem too. You, Your employees will start feeling that you don't have confidence in their ability and may resent the extra supervision. So that's not what I'm asking for. We're not go, we're not solving one problem by creating another, moving from lack of accountability by becoming micromanagers. No, what we're building in are accountability, uh, micro pro steps that we want to build in here. And when you're dealing, building these micro steps, you're going to find that you are going to have better account. You're going to have better outcomes and you're going to have better relationships because people aren't upset, flustered and overwhelmed or bewildered because they're either shocked that this is where we're at and we haven't gotten further or upset that things aren't done or feeling blamed or feeling shamed. We want to build in those accountability. We want to build that in so one knows this is what's expected of me and this is where I need to deliver. Here's where I need to share the time with what needs to be done. So that would be, let's check in in the next seven days. I need an email. Can you send me an email summary of where you are, what you've done, what obstacles you have? Or let's set up a 15-minute phone call or let's set up a a video call or let's set up a a, a face-to-face meeting. Whatever that may be, you need to build it in because there are so many mediums of communication right now. Don't tell me you don't have one. It could be a message. It could be an email where there's just an email summary. This is what's done. Here's what. Here's a report. There are are even programs that allow you to get uh, five-minute reports at the end of the day that tells you where people are at or at, you know, whatever time you build in. So it's important if you're busy as a leader, you're traveling, you have a lot, I understand the amount of emails we get and the number of things we need to focus on and, and that can be heavy. So when that's happening, we need to be able to shift ourselves as leaders and say, you know what, I see this is happening and I know things can happen. I know a lot coming at us, especially where you're expecting a busy season or you're seeing things are increasing, the role, the roles, the workloads are increasing with the same bodies. You need to build in those accountability in the conversation. One of the things I, you know, I talked with my leaders about and I, I did leadership, relational leadership training yesterday with a group. And one of the things I was getting them to do was to build in those accountability steps. What are you going to take away from this time together? What is one action step that you're going to do? What are you going to take as an action that you're going to complete as a result of our conversation? So our conversation is not complete until we have an action step, until we feel that, okay, based on this action, based on this conversation, I'm going to take this action. And based on this action, I am going to look at the accountability that's going to build in so that I can complete this action so that I can complete it well. It's not a half-hearted attempt where I'm just going to do something anyway just because I have to. It's how much effort did you put into it? What does it mean for you to do that? What would it take for you? What will, what, what satisfaction will you get from it? 
And those are things we need to explore around accountability so that people know. So most of the times we, uh, we get stuck in that place where we are the victim. And so we cannot be accountable, but we're not. We, we can move from that victim mentality to a place where we are responsible and, and we can share based on things are not happening to us. Things are happening for us. Here's an opportunity for learning. Here's an opportunity for growth. Here's an opportunity for development. And as such, I will do this or I will do that. And here is what it's going to take from me to do that. We need to consistently do that in our work and in our life. Uh, Accountability is not just something that troubles us at work. Most people struggle with accountability in other areas of their life, right? Because they they don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to carry the blame. They don't want to, to stand up and say, you know what? I made an error. You know what? I I had the wrong judgment. You know what? I did this wrong or I wasn't aware of this. So I made this choice. But now that I'm aware of this, moving forward, I will do this. This is something we have to be able to do. It takes courage, it takes courage for a leader to stand up and say, you know what, I take responsibility for this. And I take responsibility moving forward, knowing that with this new knowledge, we will execute at a different level. I will make different decisions. I will give different directions. And so when people say that you're, you're lack accountability, you're not showing accountability, really what they're looking for is for you to give account of why you did what you did, what Thoughts were you having in your mind? What knowledge did you have based on, uh, you base that action on? Because if you're able to say, you know what, the knowledge I had at this time was that this project wasn't a priority. So based on that, it did not take a high priority in my calendar. Uh, there were other projects that were of higher priority. So I pull those up and I focus on them. But hearing back from this conversation and with now this new knowledge, I am going to move it up. I'm going to be responsible for moving it further up and acting on it and being more, be more proactive and getting things moving on this. This is what people are looking for. But most of us are so weak and and shaky and afraid and we don't feel that we have the strength to say, I made an error in thinking. I made an error in judgment. I wasn't informed. I made an I made a decision based on the information I had. Obviously now I'm seeing that it is not the correct information, or I didn't have enough information, or that this decision was not appropriate given the realities, which is different from what I had, the knowledge I had and the thinking I had when I make this decision. That's what people want us to do when they're asking for accountability. They want us to tell us, why did you do that? What thinking did you have around that? What thought processes did you have around this? What judgment did you use to make this decision? Are you aware of the consequences and the ramifications? Now that you're aware of it, can you make different decisions going forward? Now that you're aware of the impact and the consequences and the ramifications, what can you do to rectify? What can you do differently? What can you do to make things better? The reality is 
That's what people want to hear from us. And until we're able to stand up with courage and say, I made this decision based on this knowledge, this information, this mindset, and with this conversation, I'm getting a new awareness, a new mindset. Therefore, I will make different decisions moving forward. People want that. We want to be reassured that we're not going to be at the same place over and over again. And we know we're not repeating certain things, different behavior, different actions or different um, mistakes. That's what when you hear people are lack of accountability, that's what we're looking for. That's what people want. So go at work, look at the things that work, look at the mistakes you've made, look at the mistakes your colleagues have made, your leaders, if you're a leader, you're leading a team, you're managing people. This is what people want. So being accountable is not hard. It's just having the strength of will, having what we call resilience, right? That, that, that resilience in your, in yourself mentally, and emotionally to stand up to whatever choice you've made, whatever decision you've made, and to say, here's why I made that decision. Here's what I based that on. Given this new knowledge, given this new time, given this new information, I will in future make a different decision. And that will solve the problem. So go ahead today and think about where you need to be accountable, what you need to take responsibility for, And we'll talk in an upcoming episode on the differences between accountability and responsibility, because that's one of the courses we teach in our coach training program. I teach this course, accountability and responsibility, and what are the differences? And we can talk more about that in another episode. But for now, I want to encourage you, be resilient, be accountable. It will help you and those you work with. Take care. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.